everybody. It is a new week. Welcome to the For This Culture podcast show. We're all at home quarantine, but we're here to do our thing. It's your boy, the mayor, Rashad, here with Grego. Yo. You got Tony, Coach Tony. Here. We got Ringo. Man, what's up, y'all? And we got Mr. Ones and Twos. Somewhere. 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 He's somewhere in the in the background. He's doing this thing. He'll be in and out. You gotta forgive him tonight. But you know, we're trying to make do. You know that Rona is running wild, and we're just trying to tame ourselves in this day and age, and still deliver some great. <laughs> On behalf of the Porter Culture Podcast Show, uh, that we are we are recognized as a professional podcast, uh, especially we are recognized by the MLS this week on their website. But uh, I apologize for any hoodlum shenanigans that might be displayed, especially just as that drop was just displayed by. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, no, 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 hey, listen, hey, Tony, hey, fuck hey. that shit, man. Hey, top five podcast out here. Hey, hey, they ain't know who he was, but now they know. Hey, you got to respect the game. Respect hey. the hustle, man. For the Culture Podcast, baby. We out here. Basically, man. what Coach is trying to say is, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> hey, we out here. Atlanta, United's number one podcast. <laughs> hey, man, we're on the way to being America's number one podcast. Oh, I see. Mark my words. Mark America. my words. America. America. Mark my words. We're the number one podcast, the United Podcast, without even being a United Podcast. Like, how that happened? Hey, we don't know. <laughs> hey, hey, we're in the much, Atlanta. Hey, that's just how much more better we are than the mother podcast. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, man. Can you all imagine, like, over a year ago when we had the podcast and we did a Skype episode? Uh, <laughs> would you imagine that we begin recognition right now? Based on that, not to say that we've made it, made it, but like it's crazy that, like, you know, over a year ago, this time when we were in the kitchen at Maestro's house, shout out to Maestro for believing us in the beginning, but when we were in his kitchen cooking yeah. it up with the, with, the, with the smoke detector. <laughs> man, I can't wait till they do the behind the music on us, man. Oh, hey, man. we still got the BTS clips from the first episodes. We might need to go uh, do like a, a, a trip down memory lane. You know what I'm saying? And just release that old that old stuff. No, we had to let the people let the people know where we came from. When um, when uh, when uh, Chicago ate up our ate up our episode, so we can't even do that. But um, oh man! But no um. So how have y'all been doing? You know, everything's been basically been shut down. All you can get at this point is like takeout and and liquor in most places. So how y'all, how y'all holding up? No contact takeout. Um, yeah, yeah. Hey man, I'm just living and dying by Cardi. Man, she's the truth. It's <laughs> <laughs> getting real. <laughs> Listen, man. I you know those of you who follow me on the personal social. Man, I got I got a whole army of kids, man. So having three kids in the house, quarantine, me and the missus, I've been doing anything and everything to be out of the house, man. I've I've plant I made a garden, I planted potatoes, I painted a fence. <laughs> like anything not to be in the house. All right, come through Homer. <laughs> Shoot, I'm out here, man. Shout out to the Home Depot. Well, yeah. All right. With with this situation, it is interesting how like people are now focusing on their families now, which is like a crazy concept. Um, I mean, I'm even guilty of that too. Like now, my daughter and I were getting out more than ever and ever before. Um, I mean, we were always outside going type of thing, but now it's like we want to get outside, get outside, get outside. You know, she wants to go out there and train and actually have like you know soccer drills and everything and soccer races and everything. So. 
Yeah, so it's been awesome just being able to actually, you know, go outside and play with my daughter, uh, Memphis. And that is a silver lining in all this uh, chaos, the fact that, like, people are getting this quality family time. And uh, it's just something, one of those things there, you know, especially black people, we're used to making, you know, lemonade out of lemons. So that's what we're doing right now. But that's the one thing that I've been doing in the time off and getting some one-on-one math time with her and writing and drawing, of course. And it's uh, it's been fun, even, you know, even though all this craziness is going on. And I had an actual talk with her about what's going on because, you know, she's only five years old. But uh, it's actually let her know because she was asking, like, why am I out of school? <laughs> and I was like, it's a like, good well, question, baby. <laughs> um, you know, I basically said, you know, a lot of people got sick and, um, you know, a lot of people just need to stay home and get better. And we don't want to pass germs so everybody else gets sick. So I kept it, you know, very uh, elementary level for her. But um, I'd rather her hear from me than, you know, listening to things that she might hear on TV or radio or whatever. Because that's all that's being talked about. What happened to your beard? I love someone who wasn't clean. <laughs> <laughs> that's beautiful. But, uh, I have to shave that corona off, baby. <laughs> hey, man, you got to make sure that you're bringing up the, the, the children, right? You know, you got to guide them with, within your principles. I think there's a song with Whitney Houston singing this one. I believe the children are our future. Mm. <laughs> he said, well, uh, let me <laughs> But you don't ad lib, though, right? <laughs> but, uh, but no, it's crazy because, uh, like, you know, of course, you, you, you've been seeing all this stuff on social media talking about, you know, uh, you know, day day one without sports, day two without sports. You know, you're getting back in touch with the people who live with you and, and they're close to you. Like, hey, I found out I have a roommate. She's called my wife. You know, nice, nice, nice to finally meet her and everything. Found out that her favorite color is blue. Who's this lady hanging out downstairs? She's always like cooking and stuff. Like it's it's kind of cool. I think I might keep her. But um. But uh, man, I, I think I think we lost Ringo. I think he got tied up in in, ba- in uh, baby duty. So hopefully we can catch him back up in a few. But um, but yeah, man, just to kind of <laughs> no taters, man. The taters ain't no joke, man. Finally found some good price on mulch. <laughs> but uh but yeah just to kind of catch everybody up on what's been happening you know since basically everything is shut down now of course mls is shut down league of mx took, it took forever but they finally shut down uh of course south america took even longer than anybody else time out first of all first of all time out mexico can't talk about anything right now because the fact that like Everybody else shut down for coronavirus. And Mexico was like, nah, we gonna keep going. What do their doctors know that the rest of the world doesn't know? More beans in your diet, man. <laughs> yeah, I'll just the handle right now. You know, but I, when Mexico was talking about going on and everybody else was talking about stopping, I was like, seriously, like, what do their scientists know that most of the world doesn't know? Um, not to say America better or anything, but I'm just saying like consensus of the world was saying like this is an issue, and League of MX was like, mm, nah, we good, and then lo and behold, they postponed after that shit. So I was like, but how much are they going to lose in this term? Yeah, it says right now it's reported League of MX is going to lose 500 million dollars a week <laughs> in revenue. There's no way. That's, that's- Yo. Yo, yes it is. Have you guys not watched uh, the cartel shows? What's what's the shit right now? Like this, this, yeah, Narcos, yeah, Narcos Mexico. They watching all that money through the league. Yo. That was more the story about Felix, though. But the funny part was like Brazil because like the players would come out with the masks. I'm like, yo, like they try to tell y'all something. Like, hey, don't breathe on me, man. <laughs> But you know, of course, Champions League is is, is suspended. Um, the, the EPL and um, and most of Europe, um, actually no, the Euros are suspended to next year. The Copa America is suspended to next year. So that actually, what I 
didn't realize was that that actually messes up the Club World Cup for next year because that was supposed to be their first real big Club World Cup. And now you can't do that because you're putting the Euros and Copa America to next year. So uh, it's like this thing is kind of, you know, throwing a lot of shit off off its intended schedule. So it's going to be kind of interesting to see like how how they kind of put everything back together because, you know, you're trying because once everybody starts playing again, it's like everyone's gonna be trying to fight for attention. I think what they need to do is basically like 2020 is a wash, like for everything. We go back a year from now and say, all right, mid March, we start from where we left off in 2020 and just resume as if nothing happened. That would be the way to do it. Well, 2022 World Cup is also in jeopardy. Um, just due to the pushback of all these um, these other competitions, and anyway, <laughs> I, I know it's kind of ironic that that's the uh, the Qatar or the, the Qatar if you're uh, one of the PhDs. But um, yeah, so that actually has a knock-on effect due to the qualifying stages. Like, there's literally no room now for any like uh-ohs in the schedule for no natural disasters to happen in the next two years. Basically. Yeah, nobody gets sick. Like, nah, nothing. don't do it. Don't sneeze, no, do nothing. And that's if we get the um, if we get the, the curve right, you know, a, a worldwide at this point because uh, yeah. FIFA is worldwide. Yo, that COVID-20 won't come out next year, man. I know. That's going to be the new update. <laughs> the, the sequel. <laughs> Coming to every game server possible. Make an update. We want to upgrade the software, man. Hey, we want this to be as real as possible. <laughs> so, like, here, here's here's a question that I got. Because, you know, MLS and USL, they were just in the, the midst of starting up their seasons up. And so, like, how is it? Of course, as everything stands right now, this usually the American season ends like October, November. Like, how exactly are we going to try to uh, fit everything into that schedule? Are they going to try to still keep it on schedule, or are they going to be like, hey, we got to just push things back and just kind of work things out and hopefully, like, you know, and have everything wrapped up by December or January? Like, what are y'all thinking? Like, how does it, how's that going to look? That's assuming that everything is financially okay. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Because like you're, you're assuming that everybody has the coffers to survive this storm. You're also assuming that the investments will stay the same because you got to remember all those deals that they got locked up from whatever corporations. Those corporations are going to be struggling by whenever thing resumes. So that's assuming everything financially is okay for those leagues. I don't think that's going to be the case. I think we're going to see a lot of leagues uh, fold. Yep. Um, for example, Juventus is still sixty-seven cent a share. Man. I think it's going, it's going to be a while. And that's I think just, Delta you know, will drop down to what fifteen. Delta's, yeah, Delta's pretty low too. I actually got some Boeing stock for under like ninety eight, ninety nine dollars. So, I mean, I, I, you have a great point, Tony. It's going to take a lot for the the tertiary things that are financially, you know, backing the sports, uh, MLS, NSL, whatever it uh, may it be, um, to rebound from all this as well. I, I mean, that's uh, you know, we we, we can kind of try to game plan what the calendar might look for look like for the you know, the soccer world, but that's assuming that everybody's surviving. You know, there's already that team in England that, you know, fold or had to let go all the office staff, basically, where they only got oh, yeah. So it just, there's, a, there's a lot of teams that, that have been having to the layoff staff and, and players, too. It's like, hey, we'll come back, you know, once everything's back up and running, you know, we'll try to make right. But there's a lot of, like, especially, you know, lower division teams, it's like, you know, you already weren't that rich to begin with. And it's like, okay, like, how do we, you know, keep the money right until uh, we get back up and running? Like, that's going to be a real tough deal for a lot of teams. Like, um, it came out the other the other, um, the other day, like, the, the Mexican economy is, will have a hit of, like, $700 million a week just from not having games. And... Like, that's just wild, like, when you really think about Because, like, you think about, like, how many uh, people, like, go to travel for games, hotels, and all that stuff. Like, yeah. 
That's crazy. Do you think it's a little ambitious with the recent timelines being set for some of the leagues to start kind of reassessing gameplay? Yes. Yes. I, I, I think, I mean, it's funny because like we're dealing with it internally with our organization and, you know, Georgia soccer has basically made a statement that April 30th is the first time, or that's, you know, the so-called day we can go back to, you know, doing club soccer here in the state of Georgia. I don't think, I think that's going to be too soon. And so anything that's May-ish, I still think is going to be ambitious. And it still goes on the fact that like, that's assuming we have survived all these big storms. I mean, now the, the word is coming out that, you know, in Italy, 3,000 plus who have passed away from this. Um, and the track that we're going, we're going to probably exceed Italy's um, numbers just because of sheer population. Sure, yeah. Sure. yeah. yeah. Um, so no virus in sight. <laughs> I, I, I think we're kind of living in this uh, fantasy land of thinking that things are going to go back to normal within the next two months. I think that's that's crazy to think. I think things are not going to settle probably about till around fall time. And that's, and that's the really weird thing, you know, because I'll say this much. I think that May or June, like like what's been kind of tossed around lately, that only works if you're talking about closed doors because I don't think there's any feasible way to where you can afford to have the public come to games when it's when things aren't settled out here. Now, when you have a controlled number of people, say, okay, you got you got about thirty members between players and staff and whoever, however many people that you really need for, um, you know, for media, op- stake operations, operations and everything, media, mm-hmm. like that kind of stuff. Like you can control, if you have a finite number of people that you can work with, it might be easier to control. But when you start, you know, accounting for fans coming in and all the festivities, you know, regarding that and then concessions and all that, it becomes a whole lot harder to control and, like, of course, we've, we've heard about it in, in, uh, in our own supporter community. You know, you've had some supporters, you know, start to self-quarantine, so they started getting worried and everything. And it's like, that's the kind, that's the kind of risk and liability that I don't think that teams are going to want to deal with. And so if, if May or June is going to happen, the only way that happens is if it's closed doors. And that's pretty much anywhere. And, you, you know, I think for... I, for MLS, just generally speaking, because they rely so much on on ticket ticket revenue, it might not be in their best interest to try to start around that time. Because if you're talking about playing behind closed doors, that's lost money because it's not like they're they're not like the NFL or the NBA where you can make a whole lot of money from TV and and it'll be all right. Like you basically are still relying on people coming through the door to make your money, and so. Until they figure out a way to find a balance there, you know, I tossed it around, um, you know, a few a few days back. If they aren't thinking about using this as an opportunity to switch the calendar, they might want to really think about it because I don't see how, as long as they need people in the stands, I don't know how they can do, uh, they could start May or June or even July, like, I probably say at best you're talking about probably like August. So, uh, uh, Rashad, have you had a uh, have you have you heard about this and the Imperial Search? Um, it's uh, the College of Medicine over in the UK. Or have any of you guys heard about this? I know Rashad is like you know into the the logistics a little more, so you might have heard about this. Actually, I haven't about this. So very vague, very vague. It kind of segues based off of what Grego was just saying of how this is like the best way this could happen is basically going to be, or the only way this could happen is if it's behind closed doors. But they have a study where they run different models of how we, you know, react to this virus and suppress the curve. And essentially, if we were to introduce fans at the current uh, dates that like MLS has set, that would be 
a spike in the curve because too many people would be then re-exposing themselves to, you know, and then we would potentially be flooding the um, the hospital systems and the, and the healthcare systems, overwhelming them. It basically like coming back from injury too soon. It's like you, like you want to make sure everything is all healed up before you start playing again. This and it's no different here, where it's like until you know everything is clear, you don't want to rush that part of of, of that element uh, to the games. And like uh, I, I just don't see how that can um, that can work out for him. Unless if unless they got more money than they keep talking about, which is very which is very possible, uh, I think that they may have to hold off for for a, for a hot minute. So, Let me, we'll so I I heard through the you know the barbershop rumor mill um, that there there is a, a discussion being had about everybody being shut down for a full 30 days. And <laughs> that's part of this research. Check out that link, guys, if you can uh, click it. I, just, I sent it to you on the, ch- the chat. Um, it, it's going through my barbershop room mill, and I'm just saying, like, some of the, the, the discussions from this room mill has been correct on the thing, so um, that's really going to be a thing that could truly address what you're saying about, uh, you know, changing that curve really having a spike in this uh, development of what, what's going on. So, And that's, and that's something that's not too far different from what uh, China had to do. They, they basically, like, the, the city of Wuhan, that basically, like, where a lot of, a lot of the growth kind of started from, it's not the Chinese virus, y'all. Stop, stop perpetuating that shit. Um, it's a province. It's not a city. It's a province, sir. Sorry. <laughs> you want to know what happened in that province uh, today yeah, as well? They basically shut everything down. And but yeah, what, what happened? Your favorite caramel frappuccino is now available again. <laughs> you know, is that is that is that a token for for for, is that for you? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's nice. You're real cute with that shit. <laughs> Starbucks opened up, uh, or not opened? They reopened their store in the Wuhan province. Uh, oh shit, yo! They also have an additional 89 stores in China, um, and that's their next big market. So, so did they bring back the unicorn frappuccino? You know, I don't know yet, but they did buy twenty million dollars of their stock back since the market's you know lows. We're in a bear market, so they bought their own stock back because they expected to go back. Yo, we we need to have like a, a finance episode because yo buybacks. That's gonna, that's a real bitch in itself from what I've been reading, but that's a whole other other subject here. But. Uh, yeah, we should. If we have any resident like finance experts or anyone who uh, you know has a, a lot more interest, like or a degree in finance or dabbles in it, to where they'd like to volunteer their services, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, drop us a line. But um, but yeah, so like, I guess like, of course, this is all still high speculation. But like, just a, a short answer: When do you expect us to, uh, MLS and USL to resume soccer again? What you got, Tony? Uh, I don't have the facilities for that. I and I I say that jokingly, but to be honest, like that's my true opinion. It's I I'm I'm being dead ass. Like this shit's gonna. mm, There's real. It's it stops. Um, there's gonna be something that's really there's. You know whether there's going to be a teams that have the teams that can't get restarted or players not coming back. You know, not full team. I mean, like, oh, oh you saw your boy Neymar just said, "Buck, buck this." I'm going back to Brazil. <laughs> Was it three PSG players went back to Brazil? Um, yeah, yeah, Thiago Silva, and I'm pretty sure it's Mar- Mar- Marquinhos. Like, yeah, they said we out. <laughs> I mean, it's so to answer your question. Right. We had an over under of sixty. So six. where are we at now? Uh, over under six. Our, our previous our over under was sixty days, but yeah. 
Yeah. Where, where are we at now with the, <laughs> with the season? Definitely over. <laughs> Definitely over 60 days. Um, I think um, – because even what – didn't they make the official announcement that they were like, yeah, that's just temporary. We know we're going to be pushing that date back. Yeah, um, MLS, yeah MLS came out saying they, they extended it to May 10th. And, yeah, but go, go ahead. I, I don't foresee – I think it's going – you know, go into that discussion of uh, abbreviated season, regionally based, starting sometime probably in uh, August. What you got, Rashad? I cannot see May 10th. And even if they do start May 10th, how the hell are you going to play all these matches by the end of the year? Um, oh, no, you, I, no, you're losing some games. I, 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 nah. I, I just, I, I can't see it. So, I mean, I, I agree with coach on the the regional play they're gonna they're gonna have to modify the entire schedule you can't go as scheduled as planned they're gonna have to figure something out but i can't see them starting and i don't even i think march i think that's gonna get pushed back anyway but i don't foresee them trying to make up matches that we've already missed out on and then trying to play those other ones i just don't see it what what you got what what month you going for what am i going for um, February. Just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, I would say uh, July one would be respectable. I think that would be more realistic to make sure that you've crossed your T's and dotted your I's. Uh, but then again, who knows what's going to happen by July? Um, I, I just, that's just that's just me. Well, so what you got, DJ? Mine would be if we – we'll have, I guess, a part A and a part B. If we get this perfect, which the chances are pretty slim, I say that we would start probably mid-June, maybe late July, or I mean early July, um, and that's if we get it perfect to slim um, or 90 percentile, if you will. Uh, if we get it – Half-ass wrong, half-ass right. I say we're looking at a completely washed season, and we go into maybe just like a a grasping for straws format where we do something regional and maybe a couple of um, cross-country rivals, big six from, you know, both sides of the the conference. And it's, you know, a completely reduced schedule into the playoffs. Mind you, July Single elimination. 4th. Mind you, July fourth is the first Saturday of July. How perfect yeah. would that be if we were able to uh, kick out, kick the season back off on the fourth of July? Oh my! Hey, God. You, just, too, you just hit up um, <laughs> one, one, of, one of my predictions here. So, America. there's three there's three scenarios that I see here. Let's say the current date works out. I think that because personally, the the one thing to kind of keep in mind is that th- these players aren't training like that. So unless it's like they're doing it privately. So if you say May 10th, I think that you have to give them time to kind of, you know, get back in training and get kind of be somewhat sharp. So that would leave uh, a date of, I think, starting back up at Memorial Day. Mind you, that's still with closed doors. Now, if they do that, the hope would be that they can start bringing in fans again July 4th. That would, I think that would be the, the hope there. Now, aside from that, you have the – I think that if they just said, let's be completely safe, I think that you're probably looking at August. Uh, and you would, and and then it becomes a question of what type of schedule that we're going to have. And my, I think the only realistic thing that you could probably have is just, just from, I think from a safety standpoint, is just to, and and from a travel standpoint, is to just keep things east plays east, west plays west, and you know you have your playoffs from there. Now, if they are so bound and determined to have a full season. That's when you start really thinking about: Do we are we open to changing the calendar? Because 
I don't see how, you know, the longer this goes on, I think that has to be considered. And and next, and like, do you really want to just say we can afford to just have a complete wash of a season and have it completely canceled? And I don't think MLS is in that spot. They need to have at least some kind of season in this calendar year. And, and I hope. Okay. But um, but yeah, I think that. Uh, and then like, if they did that, then that's when you could start going like, okay, August, maybe September at the very latest. But, you know, they have that. You can't go a whole year without MLS like that in, in USA like that. For a lot of teams, that would be a nightmare scenario. So at some point, they had to figure something out for this year. And, you know, we'll, we'll go from there. But um, I, I think we're about to, go ahead. I was gonna say I would hope the conversation behind closed doors is alternative dates. I mean, I think from a PR standpoint, it's good to let the fans know, like, hey, we're trying to get back sooner rather than later, so we're just gonna throw out there uh, May, uh, and we want to play all of our matches because you paid for these matches, and we want to get our our players some burn. But being realistic hopefully they're talking about all solutions and one of those one of those things would be alternative dates uh and a condensed season or alternative schedule so um like to your point some teams can't afford to not play like we need to have a season but they got to be smart about it and i think they're trying to stay optimistic for some of the fans uh, to let them know, like, hey, we're we're trying what we can, but I mean, we're all pretty much sitting on pins and needles right now. So, um, and, I would, and, the and smart just, thing to do would be thinking about um, alternative schedules. I mean, and, we're gonna everybody's gonna take a loss this year, so that's we just that is what it is. And keep in mind for those of y'all that you know keep saying that we can't do fall a fall spring schedule. Just put a winter break in there, and it'll work out. Just nobody's talking about playing all the way through. We're not, we're not crazy like England. Do it. We 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 be doing a winter break. But um, but yeah, of course. Let us know what you guys think. And uh, I think we're about to get Ringo back on for, um, for the next half. We're going to take a break, pay a bill, and uh, yeah, we'll uh, get up with some with some more footy under under quarantine. Hold on, I got I got one last question though. So, yes or no from everyone? Do we think we're getting national quarantine, Gregor? Yes. Rashad. Yes. Coach. Fuck, oh, man. Yes. All right. Okay. Okay. So there, there's a the consensus. Name one quarantine goal since that's where we're going. Oh, I, I'm already there. All right. I'm working on it right now. Guess what it is? Go ahead. Finish Assassin's Creed Origins. My Xbox gaming is off the roof right now, off the chain. So I am Xboxing my ass off. You know, I'm done with Netflix for a while. You know, I've done on Better Call Saul and. You know, although Westworld did start back up, so you know, excited. I'll take advantage of that hand-eye coordination. Keep it flowing. You know, I got to work on my Xbox. Rashad, I'm trying to figure out how can I be booed up at the same time as trying to finish FTC business at the same time, but that's not possible. So I'm going to have to pick the priority of getting some things together. So how they're saying, like, take advantage of this time. (laughs) Take advantage of this time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got to, there's a lot of stuff we got to get going. You know, FTC has a lot of big plans, a lot of things in motion. So we talk about it every week. We talk about FTC shop, Shopify, you know, FTCUTD.myshopify.com. We have a lot of ideas coming there. We have a lot of other things we want to do collaborate in the community so it's like man my, my mind every day is like racing and i just gotta get organized and put it down so 
Or I can put it down. Never mind. Never mind. Never oh, mind. Never mind. He tried to yeah, do the, the dual dual apathy goals. Before I forget. Before I forget. Everyone who's already made an order on ftcutd.myshopify.com, the orders are coming through. Uh, we talked to our vendors, and of course they're shutting themselves out from the public so we can't just go there and pick up our stuff. They're actually mailing it up um, up our way. Everything's still going through. Um, for those of you still looking to um, to make orders while during the shutdown, get your get your match station gear in line so that for when the season does start back up. Right now we got a, a sale on there for 15% off with the promo code 4STARS. That's F-O-U-R-S-S. Hold on. F O U R S T A R S. Yes, I had to get my S's right. But um, but yes, use four four stars for fifteen uh, percent off on, on the website. Get your name sets, hats, uh, shirts, and all that good stuff. Um, my I, goal, I'm hoping, I'm hoping stars, to, for the women, man. Okay, just making sure that's known for the women, man. But um, but yeah, uh, my my goal is to get my is I'm I'm planning on moving. I'm gonna see how that works because everything's closed. But hey, we are gonna see how that how that works out. But um, you got anything, uh, DJ? Yeah, man. Uh, my goal is to have my uh, my nursery ready. And uh, actually, I don't know if I'm gonna have a chance to complete this quarantine goal because my job is considered essential to the economy. Like, I'm not sure if you guys have been watching the news and say non-essential jobs or stay at home. Uh, mine is, is considered essential. So I'm not sure I'll have the chance to knock everything out, but I got to finish this nursery one way or another. So it'll be the weekends or on, you know, whenever. Uh, but that's, you know, that's what I got right there on my uh, my quarantine goal. And well, you I think we're definitely invite- going to national shutdown. You were supposed to invite me, bro. I know, but that's like, you know, pre-social distancing. <laughs> That was our last in in uh, in the trap pod, right? But um, hey, man, do you but, feel yeah. like <laughs> do you uh, have you left? Have you gone and left your nest at any point? And when you feel like you've left the house or you've left your dwelling, do you feel I, like I, you're I went, guilty? I went to Kroger. I went to Kroger yes, uh, yesterday, and like as soon as I got I got back, I signed up for my health insurance for my job. I was like, yo. We can't we can't take these kind of risks anymore. <laughs> I told people like, yo, I gotta make a run. I gotta go do this, and they're like, social distancing, social distancing. It's like you can't. It's like uh, I understood. Or, or but I need some toilet paper, so I'm gonna go. <laughs> yo, yo, people throwing holy water on you as you. <laughs> I wish someone would try me up. I like that at the Kroger. I was at Kroger yesterday as well, man. I have gone out. Gotta get groceries, you know, get groceries for my mom too and stuff because, you know, she's, she's, we consider elders. Um, but uh, it's like, you want to talk about people watching? This is great people watching during this time because you see two extremes. You see those people who are like overly like cautious about it. They wearing like super crazy mask and gloves and this and that or whatever, which, you know, I trust me, I get it. Uh, but then you see the other end where you see them, like, literally at the barbershop. Brothers still dabbing yeah, each other. people out here dressing like this. Man, like, you know how hard it was for me today. I was at Kroger, and one of my favorite Atlanta rappers was, like, right next to me in the U-Scan checkout. His name's Key. First of all, Fake man, Key. Atlanta rapper? One of them. His name's Key. Key. And a T. Key. Like a key. Like key. K-E-Y. K-E-Y. Yeah, Key. Fat man Key on socials. And I'm right next I'm to the man in the thing, but it's like, man, I can't dap this guy up. Social distancing, you know what I'm just saying? Hopefully he recognized, like, yo, I'm, I'm trying to give you the shout, but I'm, shout I'm giving out, you a distance, man. too. <laughs> give me yeah, your distance. Man. Hey, I'll be in that self-checkout line like I'm in like, uh, you know, you, you know, when you can go to the park and hop in one of those clear bubbles and, and roll yourself down a hill. That's that's the kind of space. No, I you got to be in the U uh, the U scan checkout with the uh, Jay Z face, like the little nervous face, like in the in the, the the memes, like he's just like rocking back and forth. It's like, all right, 
we get through this line. Let me get my stuff. Uh, Heads on the stay away from me. Yep. <laughs> Man, we're trying to get Ringo back back on on the line. We're gonna we gonna take a pay a bill, take a quick break, get Ringo on the line to get y'all in the second half of the show. We'll hit y'all back up in a few. See you in a second. And we'll be back after this side. Question for you guys: With all the hype and the the social distancing and whatnot, what has kind of been the maybe the most weirdest or kind of like outlandish thing that you've had to sanitize recently? Is this a family show? <laughs> hey! <laughs> you know, like, I of your Listen, why do like you choke my hands? I don't know what they're my hands. <laughs> Tony, why you make that joke? When I was younger, I tried it. Man, it's not a pleasant. It ain't pleasant, man. <laughs> no. Yeah, oh every shot. That's what I. That's what I said. <laughs> I feel like I feel like young Donnie was it was a strange dude. <laughs> I was uh, man, I lived a different life, man. I ain't touching no back. You, you talking about my father, man? <laughs> I'm talking about this dude, Donovan Ringo. Oh, that's like my dad's name, bro. <laughs> I came out of the left field. Like, I, I can't, I can't speak on the the the, the, the early seventies. I can't, I can't go back that far. But like nineteen ninety six, young Donnie Ringo. <laughs> Sanitizing. Hey, uh, speaking of dads, uh, TK, what's that Good. day looking like? I mean, what's the countdown? Uh, like? Uh, we're we're at twenty five and a half weeks. Uh, so I'm gonna just say twenty six. Uh, we're gonna do uh, check in with the uh, doctor on Friday uh, amid all the craziness. Um, so uh, we're gonna be doing that, and then uh, yeah, just keep the ball rolling, man. Um, we're at pretty much the six month mark. So man, you so, know this uh, is a legit uh, culture baby. Never for uh, what is it the uh, baby shower? Uh, you know, like a, a one-dollar <laughs> baby shower. That's that's a real thing that's been happening. It's like because of all this, like weddings have been getting postponed and party oh, yeah. shit. It's like, man, like, real life shit's happening. It's like, okay, yeah, we can't do this right now because we got you know we got that, that Rona. Every single yeah, man canceled. Hey, being being out, being flued out is taking a new meaning in this time. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, it, it like other sad news, man. They've begun to close the strip clubs. You know, like it's it's the have weddings, nothing. strip clubs. They have nothing. Did they close Onyx? Oh, I saw Matt. Onyx been closed for a list. while. Oh yeah, Onyx been closed. Oh no. Hey, the only <laughs> I guess the the positive about the strip clubs being closed is that you can still order Magic City wings on uh, like one of the services, like. Whatever they use, like Grubhub, Uber Eats, or whatever, you can still order chicken wings, but you just can't go in and see TNA. You know, what I'm, I'm not going down this path. This is going to get to a yeah, no, um, yeah. So anyway, uh, culture, yes. <laughs> um, you know, the no, way- here, here's the here's something that uh, that we didn't go into um, earlier. Actually, no, I, I actually meant to bring it up last week. Um, there's been talk about a straight up merge between MLS and Liga uh, MX, but yeah, you ha- you have a MLS and Liga MX merged out basically like a like a 50 team league, and I just wanted to get y'all's thoughts on that because like you know I think I've made my my voice clear as far as like how dumb that would be, but is there any benefits to to bring to bringing the two biggest leagues in uh in North America together? No, no, no. Just do a just do a Europa League, like a North American Europa League. If you want the non-name brand teams in both countries to get international playing time, just do that. Like, let's do that option before you try to do a merger because travel's a bitch. Nothing like you talking about like fifty whole teams, and of course, I get because. 
Mexico is like the one other other league that's having problems with, with pro rail. So it's like I'm assuming that they're talking about 50 teams with no pro rail. I'm like, that shit sounds absolutely stupid. You know, it, it's like I said, it's going to be it, it's going to be interesting to see like how because like we mentioned earlier, there's a lot of economic impact both within sports, within soccer, and just general because you got people who are out here that are losing work and that are, you know, losing their jobs, you know, because they have no way of knowing, like, when exactly they'll be able to get back to work. And, you know, so, like, if nothing else, check on your people. Make sure, you know, uh, they're doing all right because it's a lot of people that even when they're, you know, they might look all right, but, you know, there's some stressful times right now. And, uh, you know, we all need to hopefully stick together as much as we can. But um, uh, it's, 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 a, it's a real frustrating time. That's all I can really put, put on that. But uh, let's, uh, let's get to some, some hopefully some positive shit with two up and two down. Uh, let's, what, since you up here in my face, uh, Coach, what you got, man? <laughs> I'm up in your face. I ain't doing shit, man. I ain't up in your face. I'm over here eating pistachios. I'm drinking Don Q. I ain't up in your face. Anyway. I felt like you were coming at me with that. Um, I don't know if I have two ups, but more of like the positive and the negatives that um, that I um, some of it I referenced. But the, the two up, one of my ups is definitely that you know, in spite of what's going on currently around the world with the pandemic, uh, with the coronavirus, I think that like. It is cool to see that like people are actually like connecting with their their families and loved ones even more so than ever. So that's definitely up. I mean, I know with myself, me and my daughter, we're doing more more stuff there because to be honest, like the hustle and bustle of our day to day lives of you know working our jobs and everything like that that gets in the way. And yes, those are the things that you get to bond and experience stuff with. But now it's more concentrated. It's more. Uh, impactful is more engaging. Um, there's more substance with it, and yes, there are those times where you know, like Ringo. I don't know how you deal with three kids and one kid where you're just like, "Yes, yeah, stop saying daddy, daddy, daddy." Like, <laughs> it's normal. At the same time, there's the beauty of it too, though. Like, I'm hearing that more as opposed as opposed to being at work where I'm hearing someone's like, "Tony, I got a problem with this" or something like that. You know. So um, I'd rather hear this than that. Um, so that's the beauty in that part. Um, I guess the down is that, um, you know, it, it's, you know, uh, it, it's a stressful time, like you just said, Greg. And the fact that, um, you know, people's right now, we're at a, this is eerily similar to 2008. This is eerily similar to 2001. Um, and when I say 2001, 9-11, of course, um, these, those two instances are definitely, um, very reminiscent of how there's that widespread panic. There's that widespread of the unknown, the widespread of like, oh snap, I might not have a job tomorrow. Oh snap. Let me get my resume together type of thing. Um, so that is a down. But at the same time, like, throughout these instances, and especially, I mean, I hate to be cliche and corny or whatever, but especially within the culture, when we get our backs pushed against the, to the wall, like, there's amazing opportunities that come from this. Um, and so, like, you know, for us as a podcast, what's cool is that we haven't, we haven't talked about this in the group text or anything like this or whatever. But what are people doing now that they're home more than ever? A lot of people are listening to more podcasts. And the fact that we got the shout out on the MLS website, hopefully I'll generate some more listeners and things like that. The beauty in all this is that, hey, this is the perfect time for people to be listening to a podcast. You're at home. You ain't got shit else to do. <laughs> so listen to a photo coach podcast. I'm sorry. That was my little plug. I'm out. Next. Very well said. <laughs> Don't you guess I'll go? Hey man, I got uh, you know. Did you say me? I guess I'll go. I'm talking. All right, I just got one up, one down. 
So my one up is that the federal government has pushed back the tax deadline 90 days. So uh, you ain't got to do your taxes for a while, y'all. So hold on to your, your, your chickens. And my down, Tom Brady just signs the Buccaneers, so the Falcons will continue to suck. <laughs> so, yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> Tom Brady signs the Buccaneers, dude. For real? Yeah. Yes. Whoa, wait, hey, by the time you guys hear this episode, it will be covered all over the news. Oh Tom Brady God. is a fucking Great. Buccaneer. I thought he was going to California, like uh, the Rams. Yeah, I thought he was gonna go to. 49ers. I thought he was gonna. I thought he was gonna go to Miami. I was like, "Oh, that's perfect for him. Go to Miami." But him you know, going to the Buccaneers. I told. I said that shit to my coworker. I was like, "Dude, you should just go to the Buccaneers if he wants to go to a team that sucks." Like, I, nothing against Winston, because um, like he was, you know, like doing the thing, and I'm kind of a sort of closet FSU fan, just you know, some invitation of some sort. Anyway, I don't know. That's interesting. I, I, I honestly can't say they suck. Who? They, they might not be too good, but they got Tom Brady, and then you're going to add him, and they got like those two, their, their wide receivers, OJ Howard, and their running backs. Ah, yeah, it's good. Hey, so, for my that's fair. I don't watch football, so I, I can't make an assumption on who yeah. what's well, so For the culture that knows, they, they that might be that might be a problem. Well, that's my that's my up and down. Who's next? Uh, okay, uh, I'll hop up in here. Um, the like I mentioned back at the beginning of the show, uh, up is that I just started a new job uh, this week, uh, working up in the with the fancy people up in Buckhead. Um, it's actually a really dope spot. Uh, you know, of course, it sucks because. I'm about to spend like, the next month or so, probably, you know, away from every from um from the office and everything. But um, just from um you know first day experience, I was like, this actually might be a really good look. You know, I'm looking forward to you know beating everybody and um and all that. Shout out to my cousin uh, Michelle for putting me on this this gig and everything. But um, um the my down is I. I it's not even so much a doubt. It's just more so like we really need to figure some shit out because we didn't really get on on the fallout of the uh, uh, Carlos Codero resigning during this episode. Of course, we talked about it during the, uh, the emergency pod. But, um, you know, people are focusing on the issues with the women's national team. But, like, we've mentioned it before in past episodes you have the lawsuit with with the women's national team. You have the lawsuit with the U.S. Soccer Foundation. You have the lawsuit with the NESL. There's a lot of issues going on right now with with U.S. Soccer that, you know, focusing on just one issue. Like, there's a lot of issues that really needs to get squared away as far as making this federation better. And I think that you know, like, there's a lot of house cleaning that needs to be done in order to get us to where we want to be, because I think that there are still people who, who want to see the whole federation doing well, whether it's, you know, MLS, USL, NWSL, NPSL, youth soccer, everything. And that's something that honestly needs to, it needs a comprehensive uh, addressing so that way, we actually can work towards being better for everyone. It's not just about just one league. It's just about making everyone as best as they can be. And um, I'm hoping that whether it's uh, Sydney Cohn or because uh, she'll she's going to serve out through the rest of this year, and then she'll have um, an election uh, next year in July and uh, in February to see if she'll carry out the rest of Cardo- uh, Carlos Cordero's term, and then. We'll have a new full election in 2022, but um, there's a lot of shit that needs to be addressed, and um, you know, hopefully they're taking this moment to be like, okay, like, hey, let's finally address everything. So we'll we'll see how that goes. All right, for me, I'll jump in. Uh, my uh, my down is just going to be like the poor handling of this um, pandemic here in the United States. Uh, I'm extremely disappointed with our government and the ways that we've moved forward. However, um, 
we seem to be now getting a, a, a little bit of a grip on it. So it's, I, I truly kind of do believe that it's going to kind of fall upon um, our generation to, you know, kind of like be, take this shit serious and, uh, you know, like take care of your mentals, take care of your chicken. Cause that's just not just about you. And there's other people who, you know, like to take care of their mentals and chicken as well. But if you going to be a passive carrier, uh, you might just be the one that fucks that shit up for everyone. Um, I posted a, a post on Facebook about it earlier in the week. And uh, if you're my friend or if you're a friend of a friend, you saw it. But if not, uh, I'm sure you get the idea. So we're going to move on. And uh, I feel like my uh, my up is going to be a stimulus package, man. Because I uh, could certainly use a couple extra dollars in my bank account. And, uh, <laughs> hey, <laughs> really, big, big, big Thompson, you want to eat all them cents. All and, them I'll just be real with you. To receive hey. two stimulus packages in one decade and one lifetime is a pretty fucking crazy thing, I think. Um, hey, so, man. hey, that's yeah. where we are. Cool. And what, that stimulus package what? doesn't count toward reparations. You know what? You're damn right. <laughs> uh, the only thing I feel for is, uh, and I guess maybe I, I do have like two ups, two downs. Um, I'm really, really fucking concerned about the unemployment folks uh, in this country. Like, let's say you're on fucking 12 weeks on unemployment. You're about to hit your 13. Uh, you go off unemployment, I think, at 13 weeks. And then you have to uh, reapply and be, you know, like certified that you qualify for this shit. What happens to these folks, man? I don't feel like anyone... Uh, legislators, senators, congressmen are talking about people who are fucking unemployed, who are on unemployed benefits. There's a high-end freeze going on pretty much across the nation, if not globally, uh, if you're not Amazon and wanting to work slave hours because he didn't want to fucking grant people at Whole Foods. He asked them to donate their PTO to in-need coworkers instead of just giving that shit to him with his billion dollar company. Anyway, that's going to be my one and a half or second down. And um, I guess the second up will just be six feet, three feet, social distance. Stay safe, you guys. Just do what you got to do. Play some fucking video games, read a book, go out in the park, work out. Just uh, stay safe and uh, take care of yourself. Rashad, take us home. All right, take us home. And uh, I'm We've been hearing a lot this episode about, you know, keeping your mentals and your chicken in check. Also, to add on kind of to your last point, TK, I'd also say take care of your cheering. And uh, yes, I said cheering and more ways than one. So take care of them and the sense of being around them and family. You know, we're, we're quarantined now. We're home more. We're around the people that we love. So take care of them in that sense. But also uh, from what we've been hearing, you know, most people that don't get affected, you know, aren't are the children. They're they're not necessarily gonna get infected, but they can be carriers. So watch out for who you're around because the most vulnerable that we're seeing as far as catching the virus are elderly, um, more so sixty and above. So, you know, they could be around their, their grandparents or older people and their loved ones, not knowing that they are carriers of the symptoms that could harm them. Um, so just being mindful of that. Um, I would say around this time, I don't know if I have two up, two down, but I would say these days I'm be, I've been very productive. Like uh, productivity has gone up and I don't know, just taking a step back from life and just thinking about um, just thinking about things, just being more aware, just being more self-centered about things. Um, it's put a lot of things in perspective for me as far as what's important in my life and, and going forward and also making me restructure some things. So personally, um, I would probably say in the, the chaos that is all of this Corona thing stuff going on, just me personally, just being more in tune with myself and what's going on with me and also how I impact others and what I you know need to take care of is just being more aware of those things and, and being more productive, getting things done. Um, the downside for me would be, I don't know, just, I don't know if it's a downside, but just, I'm just being more, just being open and, um, and just hoping for the best. I mean, stuff's going left and right, but, uh, I'm just trying to keep my spirits, um, 
I'm trying to stay smiling and laughing. I'm probably, I probably ignore these guys every day. I'm sending, I don't know, countless memes. My meme count has gone up out the roof, but I'm trying to stay positive um, and, and, and keep other people uplifted and positive as well. So um, that's all for me. Anybody else have anything else? No, um, yeah, I, th- I think that's really, uh, that's really it. Of course, um, you know, like we uh, mentioned earlier, anyone who's uh, put out, uh, who's made orders through ftcutd.myshopify.com, they are still getting fulfilled. Uh, there is a little bit of a delay with the uh, with the name sets, like you know, our, our vendors of all, uh, you know, they're all kind of buckling down as well. So, um, so they're all getting sent up to me, and I'll be getting everything out for everyone else, for everyone that that is on the website right now uh, for at least the next month. Uh, four stars is the promo code F O U R S T A R S all one word. Get 15% off shirts, name sets, uh, uh, hats, all that shout out to everyone that's been making orders on you know, during this time. Like I said, make sure that when we all get back to these games, that you're looking fresh from your, from your favorite of the culture. As always, you can catch it on the social at FTC. Oh my goodness, man! Like, what is bro, it's, it's, bro, it's the it's the internet latencies. That's it. There's no way to get it right. <laughs> Honestly, I think that's probably the best we've done. But you know, <laughs> as they say in the Hollywood, we'll fix that shit in post. We'll do it. You can catch it on the social FTC UTD. Just make sure you know. Of course, we're we're all pretty much up. Uh, at home, so you know whether it's on Instagram, Twitter, uh, uh, Facebook, you know, like us, subscribe, share amongst your people. You know, like like I said, we're we're on MLS now, we're on the radar. So you know, even though we're not really in a, a United podcast, I just want to put it out there real quick. Like, That's it. Hey. No. Listen, hey, listen, listen, boy. You go where you belong. All right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Say, hey, not say you a Lenny Not podcast. You a Lenny Not podcast. Bro. Look here, Atlanta's a black city. You're a black podcast. Okay. <laughs> no, hey, no, there was not a section for that in the MLS drop. Okay. We, we oh, gave man. y'all a club. I'll take Atlanta. You gonna claim your club, all right, here, boy. Hey, shout out to MLS, man. As uh, as you know, uh, as from all of us, that for the. Oh, we lost. Oh man, Wi Fi. I think what he probably was about hey, to say is what it is, man. You know, you got, you got to I think what he meant to say is we appreciate MLS for the shout out and um, yeah, Stony Pearl. <laughs> I think they heard you on that one, but we appreciate the love, man. And, and um, let's get some free jerseys of some shit before we we start hollering that. <laughs> yeah, you know, we got, a, you know, <laughs> we got you know stipulations in the contract. Red Stripe is actually sending us shit. You know what, though? Um, you know, we, of course, we're hoping that, you know, before everything shut down, we will be able to show y'all all, all this stuff about the about our New Jerseys. But, you know, like I said, we'll, hopefully when all this dies down, we will once – once everything's ready, the link will be up. If you've been on the Twitter, you've you've seen the designs and everything. But uh, yeah, just all this shutdown has kind of just jacked up everything. But uh, the jerseys are coming out uh, as as soon as possible, and yeah, that's uh, so you'll see them. They're, they are they are as hot as they look in the in the video. So well, um, we'll we'll hit you up on that soon. But um, you know, let's let's uh, tip on out. Cash out, you know, for Ringo, for Rashad, for Tony, for Ringo, Grego. Coach is real. Coach is everywhere. Stay safe out here. Stay out. Safe out here in these streets, man. Ringo twice. Come on, man. Listen, I'm, that that roller trying to trying to get me too, man. So you know, Grego. I'll try to make sure everybody get covered, man. But yeah, you know, take care, take care of yourself and each other. The streets, the streets is out there. We'll, we will see y'all soon, and you know, we out.
That means you too, Ringo. That means you too, Ringo. I've said about four times now. We out. <laughs> we all Ringo tonight. <laughs> all right.